Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Essence of Black podcast brought to you by Be Uprooted. Tonight, we have a very special guest in the studio with us, and we are going to be talking about artistic expression. And that can encompass so many different things, but we are going to be focusing on music. And for that reason, we have in the studio with us Christopher Chris Beats. He is a music producer. DJ and songwriter from the U.S. who currently resides in Germany. And he's just stopped by to talk to us a little bit about what he does, um, some of the projects that he has coming up, and just give us an insight into his world and how he is making his mark in the music business over here. So we're just going to jump right into it. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. But um, I first want to say thank you for doing this interview because you're one of the first people I thought about to actually do this when I thought about who I wanted to have on here to talk about music because of your background. And I actually met you a year or so ago. You know, you were performing in an open mic night. And, you know, you sounded pretty good up there. You know, you were doing your thing up there singing. Uh, I think you're talking about what, um, Meeting of the Souls, right? Yeah, that's that's a, a little event they have out here in Germany. But... I saw you perform and everything, and when you started singing, you know, you were standing up there, the light hitting you and everything. I thought to myself, I said, where is he from? You know, it looks very familiar. It sounds very familiar. And I thought about D.C. or Maryland, and, you know, lo and behold, after, you know, formally meeting you, you know, a few um, weeks after that, come to find out you were from the um, DMV area so you know that was a coincidence that you happened to be from over that way especially since I used to live there about yeah, six years ago you we know? have a real distinct style so you probably recognize me with the new balances and the, the gray gray sweatshirt you yeah know? and that yeah. probably gave, it was a dead giveaway yeah it was a dead giveaway but um I just wanted to talk to you about music in general and just focus on a couple of areas. So you are a music producer. And for those of us who are musically inclined like myself, um, could you tell us what exactly does a music producer do? Um, well, a music producer does several things, um, but mainly can start with a small idea when it comes to music to, to a song and and create something from that one small idea um you can start with anything from a synthesizer to a drum pattern a kick a snare and something inspires you to um create something you know um for me it's something that's in my head mm -hmm. i have music playing in my head all the time mm -hmm. and um i really just put my ideas out and see where it goes mm -hmm. you know i treat music as a um as a journey every time that i create so Okay, that sounds pretty dope. So I noticed you said that, you know, it's something that's in, in your head and a lot of people connect with that. So how did you actually get into music? Um, well, I always sung. I started singing in middle school and then um, that carried over to high school. Um, and I was in a high school choir, um, singing a high school gospel choir, learned how to do live sound. And um, always kind of stuck with it. And then when I got out of college, um, I met a couple guys out in Forestville, Maryland, and they really kind of took me under their wing and taught me a lot about music production. And I just kind of fell in love with that aspect mm -hmm. of it, you know, so I kind of just stuck with it. Um, yeah, and just started to grow with it. So me actually being able to hear a couple of your beats and your songs, how long have you actually been doing music? 
Um, production wise, I've been producing for about twelve years. Okay. Yeah, about twelve years going on. Okay. And have you found it to be, you know, easier over time, you know, with learning different techniques and meeting different people, you know, listening to different styles or whatnot? Um, yes and no. I mean, the technology is always getting better when it comes to music. So, you know, that that always makes things slightly easier. But in regards to, um, you know, ease, you know, it's, it's, I enjoy doing it. So it never feels like work to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I always believe that things that you enjoy doing, you know, should never feel like work, you know, so this doesn't feel like work to me. So I can sit down um, working on a track and lose myself and be be working on a track for about four hours, you know, on one single track, you know. Okay, so I noticed that you said that you can just sit down and work on a beat for hours. So where do you draw your inspiration before you actually get into creating a beat, writing a song, or any of that? Any and everything. Um, Maybe what I'm going through at the current time, it might be, you know, I might just see something outside or hear something. Um, I might get inspired from other artists that I hear. Um, you know, it, it, it really varies. I don't draw from one particular, um, you know, set of, you know, inspiration or whatever the case may be. It's really, uh, you know, anything, anything can inspire. I mean, think about my family. I might want to write something about my family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you said you draw your inspiration from different things and, you know, you typically spend hours or whatnot. So what does the average day look like for you when you're sitting here, you know, going through beats and, you know, in your creative process, you know, do you start early in the morning, you know, or you just wake up and you feel it? Like, what does your day look like? Um, You know, on a day that I'm not, you know, DJing or something like that, you know, I, of course, do my self-care thing, you know, get myself together mentally. Um might go to the gym or, you know, grab something to eat. Um, I just sit down at the computer, you know, just mess around with sounds and, you know, see where see where it takes me. You know, sometimes it's something, sometimes it's nothing. I got to come back to it another day. But, you know, just being able to just sit down and really just do music is a blessing to me, you know. All right, so you talk about, you know, different things that inspire you. So being here... You know, and of course, being exposed to different types of music, you know, you might draw inspiration from those things. Um, Since being here, I believe you've been here for about a a year, going on two years. Um, So do you feel that the inspiration versus, you know, being in the States, being over here in Europe is completely different? Because I know that the music over here, it's... You know, they, they tend to, you know, navigate towards the, the American music, but they still have their own style and their whole technique over here. So do you feel that you draw some type of inspiration from some of the artists over here? Um, not necessarily, man. Um, I really get inspiration from all over the world. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a U.S. producer. I'm not a German producer. I'm a worldwide producer. Like, I want to make music across the world. Um, I hear influences from everywhere, you know, um, of course, me being in Germany influences my music some way, mm-hmm. you know, but overall, um, even if I was in the States, I'd still be inspired by different elements of music in different places, you know. Um, so, you know, I pull from certain things, but also, you know, just me being able to do music is an inspiration to me. Okay. 
And, you know, for me, I see, you know, some of the things that you do. You know, you post it on your social media, and we'll drop that towards the end of the podcast. But have you had the opportunity to work with different music producers over here? And if so, how has that interaction impacted you musically? I've had the opportunity to work with a couple of musicians, not so much music producers, um, based on the area that I'm in. Um not to say that there aren't any out here, but I haven't really had a chance to meet many of them. Um, but I've definitely worked with a couple of musicians on a couple of tracks. Um, actually, one track that I did called Senua, um was done by um, my brother David Linson. Um, he was on a um, sax and played a couple other little instruments on the actual song. But, um, you know... I hope to work with a lot of different producers around this area or be able to teach some people production. You know, that's always the goal, too, to be able to teach people how to do this. Okay, that sounds pretty dope. So we're actually going to, you know, try shift it a little bit. So as far as you being over here and had the opportunity to work with um, different musicians and, of course, you know, work with David Linson on a couple of things, um, do you actually have an instrument, you know, are you into piano? Do you do sax or do you do any of that? Or is more so of you just strictly beat creating? Because I could be wrong and, you know, correct me because you are the subject matter expert on this. But I would assume that most music producers, you know, they have some type of ability to play certain instruments. So do you have a favorite instrument or something that you like to do? Or is that something that you want to learn in the future? I mean, I dabble on the keys. Um, nothing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a, a good knowledge of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helps me out a lot, and especially knowing like your keys and key signatures. Um, you know, that's really important when it comes to music production. Um, and it's helped me grow just having a, a good knowledge of music. Um, of course, I always want to be able to get better and, um, you know, and learn uh, an instrument back and forth. Um, so my instrument of choice would most likely be um, piano. Mm-hmm. Runner up would probably be like guitar or something like that. But um, definitely, I think it's highly important, you know, for a producer to have some type of musical background mm-hmm. or knowledge of music um, and and aspire to learn an instrument is always going to help you and take you further as a producer. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, Ala, I know that you like to do music and everything, but is there anything that you like to do outside of music? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty simple, you know, like. Being as though my job is music, you know, that's always a blessing for me. Like, I really appreciate that. And like, I don't really come out of the house unless I'm going to the gym, you know, going to the grocery store, of Mm -hmm. course, or going, um, you know, to DJ, Mm -hmm. you know. So if I'm if in a perfect world, I would travel more. I enjoy traveling, Mm -hmm. Um you know, and start making connections worldwide. I actually have a couple of trips planned this year. I'm going okay. back to the States. Um, and then I'll be going to Ghana at the end of this year um, to, you know, meet a team that I've been working with for the last um, year and a half. Um, actually, the team that I worked on Sinewa with, mm-hmm. the um, Afrobeat song. Okay. Um, so, you know... I enjoy my job, you know, and my job is not a job to me because I enjoy it. So okay. DJing and producing music, I'm able to 
make a living off of that. Mm-hmm. So that's that that that's good enough for me for right now. All right. So now I've heard Sinawa and that's a very dope song. You know, um I I really anticipate that being a huge song this summer. Um, just because I've seen the process as far as you know, you doing the production on it and actually working with those artists. So on the Sinawa song Going into the next question is, what is the process for actually writing a song? Um, Songwriting is very abstract, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, my particular process, I like to start by listening to a beat and just be inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Or I have um, about 100 pages of poems and songs that I've written that I can just call on and just read on and I might get inspired from that. But most likely I freestyle as well. So, um, you know, I just start just I think like Jay-Z said, Mm -hmm. just start mumbling words and (laughs) things just start coming from it, you know. Um, And it, it, it really is case-by-case case basis for mm-hmm. me. You know, I, I I feel one way. One time I may freestyle, I may be like, okay, this poem that I wrote may go with this, or, you know, I may write on the spot, you know, to a beat, you know. So it really is a, you know, a, a very wide variety of way of, you know. All right, so I know you mentioned earlier about how you could be in the studio for about four or five hours working on actual beat, but when you are doing songwriting, do you typically typically get lost in that the songwriting do you stick to one particular song do you finish that and then you move on to the next like how does that process work um you said that you do a lot of poetry you've written a lot of poetry actually and you know it just depends on what's going on it can be determined by your mood you know things that you are inspired by so when it comes to actually sitting down writing that song putting music to that song and everything like that how long does that process usually take? Because I can only imagine if you're doing a beat for about four or five hours, when you are actually doing a song with the beat and taking everything else into account with making sure that that entire song is where you want it to be, how long would that usually take you? Um, like I said, it, it really varies. Um, it's taken me days, you know, sometimes months to write a song mm-hmm. or I've written songs in like 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, so... It just really varies. Um, sometimes it flows, sometimes it doesn't. And it's okay, you know, that's 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 music. Sometimes you're going to have ideas and you can just lay them down and everything flows smoothly, but sometimes you might have an idea and that's where it stays, is an idea for um, a year. You know, I've had a song that I worked on and I hadn't touched it for a year and then I just stumbled across it again on my computer mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I have a guitarist now. I want to get him on a song, and it ended up being a really good rock and roll song, mm-hmm. you know. So, it it really it really it varies when it comes to um, the length and the time that it takes to write a particular song. Okay. Now, if there's like a deadline or something like that, you got to knock it out. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I just like to go with the flow of it. Okay, so you talk about writing songs. And, you know, you talk about how you may have written something, you haven't touched it for a year, and you might meet a musician and say, hey, you know, you want them to actually, you know, get on the track and do um, something with that particular song. So have you actually ever performed one of your songs since being over here or even in the States? 
So I perform, I have a line dance song called The Crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually pretty dope how all that came to fruition. Yeah. I did this song about, um, you say, about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I kind of sat on that song for a while because, you know, it, there was nothing happening. Then I I met a... um a DJ out here named DJ Reef and um he kind of like I heard he heard the song and we kind of just started working on it mm-hmm. as far as like finding you know what I'm saying figuring out the moves for it mm-hmm. you know and you know trying to get a video going on mm-hmm. and all this other type of things and um it it really progressed quite well as far as us being able to perform at a gala um for mm-hmm. a local dance studio in front of about two, three hundred people, you know, performing that song. So that was a really good experience for me out here in Germany. And the love was real, you know, as far as the support that, you know, the crowd, they all had a great time. X, Y, and Z. Okay. And that's pretty dope. And I actually heard that song as well. And it's pretty dope. Did the dance, too. I was a little tired after that. But, um, you know... <laughs> but, you know, it it's all good. And like you said, when I heard that song... And, you know, I was actually seeing people perform that dance with it. You know, that was pretty dope, you know, especially being over here in a totally different country and being able to share your gift with the world, especially people that you wouldn't think that you would see in a million years. You know, you are over here in Europe living your dream and fulfilling your purpose. And I know that's something that's very near and dear to you. And I know that you are very proud of everything that you have accomplished thus far and will continue to work towards in the future. So that was only one song that you were talking about as far as the crossover song. Um, do you have like any performance anxiety? You know, are you afraid to sing in front of crowds? I would imagine that you wouldn't, you know, because of what you do. But some people, you know, they're extroverts and, you know, but they they kind of have to because of their job. You know, have you ever experienced, you know, any type of performance anxiety or anything like that? I, it, it used to get to me performing in front of people, especially when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I was associated with this artist collective called Muzai House. Um, that's back home in D.C. And um, we used to do jam sessions. I believe it was Tuesday nights. And in these jam sessions, like you're in a small room in front of about 30 people is packed out and you're really coming off the cusp freestyle off the top mm-hmm. of your brain and being in that element really made me comfortable performing in front of people to be mm-hmm. able to control a crowd and rock a crowd you know was extremely helpful for me in performing so now for me um performing in front of big crowds is kind of like you get the the butterflies in the beginning um, but for me, once I'm out there, it kind of goes away. The same thing with, um, like, DJing. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to get really um, bad anxiety when it comes to, like, DJing because you got to be able to rock the crowd and be able to play for a big crowd of people. And, um, you know, once you start doing it, it just be, starts becoming easier for you. You know, it never you never quite lose the butterflies, but... It just gets easier over time because your confidence builds. So mm-hmm. over the years, my confidence has built as has been building as an artist and as mm-hmm. a producer. So it just becomes easier over time. Okay, that's pretty dope. I mean, like I said, you know, just 
meeting you and knowing you for the length of time that I have and just seeing the um, the growth, you know, from you making the transition over here, you know, getting your your foot in the door and actually meeting different people and performing at these different venues and everything. You know, it has been a very inspiring um, journey, not only for you, but I'm pretty sure for the people that you have worked with and been involved with. So taking into consideration everything that you have done since being over here and everything that you're continuing to do, what can we expect from you in the future? Um, it's too many things to count. Um, I have a couple projects with some people, some artists back home in D.C. and Maryland, um, as well as the potential future projects out in Ghana. Um, I have a few artists that I'm working with here in Germany. Um, I'm actually working on my own particular project, which I want to be out by the end of this year, um, which will be most mostly produced by me, but um, probably feature a few artists that um, I get inspiration from. Um, you know, it's just a lot of infinite possibilities when it comes to this, you know, like I took a leap um, January of last year to come here to Germany um, I was working for Homeland Security before I came here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a good paycheck and good money, and I really was not satisfied with that job. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just that a job, you know, and I believed in myself enough that I took this leap to come out here and um, really make my way with the music. Um, and it, it hasn't been easy. Um, I struggled, especially the language barrier was a little bit mm-hmm. difficult for me, figuring out paperwork to be able to stay Can over I here, imagine. you know, um, so it's, it's really just tells the type of person I am when it comes to, um, just being motivated and believing in myself, you know, I don't believe anything can stop me. Um, and I always push. You know, um, I'm always going to continue to push. Um, so when when it comes to the music, as far as the future goes and mm-hmm. the future things that are going to occur, it's going to be something miraculous that's going to happen when it comes to um, my music and the people that I impact with my mm-hmm. music. You know, Man, that's so dope. You know, just to hear you talk about it and just see you in action you can just you can just see the passion and and the motivation in you you know just being in your element and doing what you love to do and just inspiring people um, musically worldwide and that's dope you know you're just using your gift and you're just you making it happen and you know I'm very proud of you and I'm, I'm glad that I met you and have been able to see you evolve into this wonderful music producer, songwriter that is before us today, you know, doing all these wonderful, great things. So you talk about taking that leap and, you know, leaving your job in the States. If you had to drop one gem to someone who was considering, you know, getting into music production and taking that same leap that you did, what would be that one gem that you would drop to them? Um, just open your ears to different things, you know, um, especially when it comes to music. Don't be closed-minded when it comes to it. Really explore, you know, what inspires you. 
um, that way you can be an inspiration to others, you know. Um, my sound has grown over the years um, when it comes to my music. It, it started out very rough, you know, but it, it's all part of the process, you know, and you got to trust the process. I, I trust the process and I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. I am... 20 times the producer I was when I first started, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be 20 times producer that I first started unless I started. So if it is something that you're um, interested in and you have a passion for it, mm-hmm. you know, just start, you know, get your little small piece of equipment, you know, start out small um, and just build, continue mm-hmm. to keep on building, you know, because the thing is, Nobody's going to believe in you like you can believe in yourself. Mm, You know what I'm saying? If I didn't believe in myself when it comes to my music, then nobody would believe in me because it would show. You know, um, so, you know, you got to have undeniable belief in yourself in anything Mm -hmm. that you do. You can apply it to music. You you know, even if you want to make pizzas, you'd be the best pizza (laughs) maker. You know, you got to put your best foot forward and believe in yourself and continue to push through that. He's dropping those gems for y'all. I hope y'all listening to what he's telling you. But um, that's true. And I know that you used to say it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. And I think that you are going to keep progressing and you are going to finish strong and you're going to continue to inspire so many people on so many different levels. And that's something that you should be very, very proud about. And um like I said, just seeing you in your vibe and doing what you love to do, like, that's very dope. Very, very dope. But before we actually go, I want you to actually tell people your social media, how they can contact you if they want to work with you, you know, do some beats, music production, all of that. So where can they find you? Um, You can look me up on Twitter um and facebook as chris beats that's c-h-r-i-s-b-e-a-t-z um p-r-o-d um and that's on facebook and twitter and then instagram you can type in chris beats and that's chris beats with a z um underscore p-r-o-d um but when you type in chris beats i'll be at the top because i am the chris beats so you know um yeah yeah, follow me, um, hit me up if you have any questions or you just want to link up and collab on some music, you know, by all means. I'm always looking to collab with um, other inspired folks. Now, well, like, this is one question for those that may be wondering. Do you only work with people locally when it comes to oh, doing no. beats? I, oh, okay. I work with people worldwide. Okay. You know, I still work with people back home. Um, like I said, I have folks in Ghana. Um the song Cinewatts touched the UAE, you know, the mm. Middle Mid- Middle East. So, yes. you know, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm I'm a worldwide DJ and mm. producer. You know, I'm just not looking at Germany. I'm not just looking at the U.S. I'm looking at the world because there's music all over the world and there's inspiration all over the world. Awesome, awesome. Well, Chris, I just want to take the time to thank you once again for being my first guest tonight and just coming by and talking to us about what you do and just introducing yourself to the world and letting people know what it is that you do as far as inspiring people through your craft and your gift. And like I said, I know that you are going to continue to do great and wonderful things, and I cannot wait to see what you have coming up for us this summer, especially especially with Sinawa, because I know that's going to be popping in the crossover. So look him up on social media, follow the links, and you'll be able to download those songs as well. And actually, speaking of download, 
are they out on any other um, media platforms where they can oh, yeah. them? So, um, so Cinewa and the crossover are actually available on all digital media streaming platforms. Um, Spotify, iTunes, all of that jazz. Um, so you can look it up by Chris Beats, and that's Chris Beats with a Z. Um, or you can type in the actual song, that's Cinewa, S-E-N-I-W-A, or the crossover. You know, okay. yeah, and you can get the tutorial of the crossover um on YouTube actually. So I'm everywhere, man. You know, we we worldwide. Yeah, and I just want to drop you know people over here locally. You know, we we can get you the the CDs and everything. You know, we got it. You know, we plugged in over here. So if you want to do that, you know, we got a melody and everything like that. Yep, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to put you on. You know, let people know how to to reach out and touch you. You gotta reach out and touch you and I do all that. that. No, you're welcome. No, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> But um, like I said, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to us. And I look forward to doing many more interviews with you, especially as you progress throughout your time here in Europe and doing all these wonderful, amazing things. So in closing, I will leave you all with what I always say. We are embedded in the unknown and uprooted through consciousness. So let's continue to uproot ourselves and let's continue to pour into one another and step into our destiny and purpose. And Chris is the prime example of that. What that means to uproot yourself from what you think that you ought to be doing into what you should be doing. So I will come back to you guys again and love, peace and light. And we will talk to you soon.